Hey sis, hey bro, I'm Arcia and I'm so excited to share space and time with you. A Note from Stokes is a podcast for black and brown millennials as we navigate the world in which we occupy. Let's get into it. Hey y'all, I am so excited to be with all of you. It has been a minute. It's been a minute. So much has transpired. So much has happened. Mainly good things. Um, Nonetheless, I am excited to be back with you in this time, in this space. And we are back with episode 10, Imposter Syndrome. Um, You know, this, we hear this a lot. Um, And so I kind of want to tackle it. I want to define it. What is it? Um, how does it show up? And most importantly, how do you navigate it? Right. So if you are a regular listener, you know that I love to start an episode with a definition just so we have some type of structural framework to ground ourselves in. So, um, what is imposter syndrome? It's a hot ass mess. That's, that's what it is. Um, but no, in all seriousness, Imposter syndrome is a psychological pattern um, in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments and have a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud, right? Despite external evidence of their competence, those experiencing this phenomenon remain convinced that they are frauds and do not deserve all they have achieved, Um And typically, um, individuals with imposter syndrome, um, they attribute most of their success to luck or um, just, you know, haphazardly, oh, it just kind of happened or I just kind of stumbled upon it. Um, They never attribute it to just hard work. Um, So that is what an imposter syndrome is defined as. So um, I'm going to give some telltale signs. of imposter syndrome, right? And if you any if any of these telltale signs resonate with you, then you may struggle with imposter syndrome from time to time. And if you do, it's okay. I feel like all of us struggle with imposter syndrome, um, some more than others. Um, and I found upon doing research for this this episode, I found that um, p- individuals who struggle with imposter syndrome are typically individuals who are very successful and who are highly skilled. Um, it tend to plague those individuals the most. It's so interesting how those who may not have the skill set or may not be as accomplished, they don't typically, based on research, they don't typically um, struggle with imposter syndrome. And so they are typically known as being audacious, right? So um, let's kind of let's kind of go into those telltale signs of imposter syndrome. So some people who struggle with imposter syndrome may, you know, like I said, they don't attribute their success to their hard work or perseverance or tenacity. They'll think things or even say things like, I lucked out. If I can do it, anyone can. Um, you know, um, I'm fake and I'm going to be found out. And that is a big one. A lot of people who struggle with imposter syndrome, they truly believe they are, they're a fraud and they're always worried about being found out, if you will. Um, additionally, individuals who struggle with imposter syndrome, um, some of them possess an inability to to truly and realistically assess their competence and skill set, right? So despite them having competence and the necessary skill set, um, 
they've convinced themselves otherwise and they show up in spaces not truly believing they deserve to be there. And imposter syndrome can show up in various spaces. It can show up at work. It can show up at home. It can show up at school. It can show up in relationships. Um, At work, people with imposter syndrome, um, again, they often attribute their success to luck rather than their own abilities and work ethic, um, which can hold them back from asking for a raise or applying for a promotion. Um, They may also feel like they have to overwork themselves to achieve um, this impossibly high standard they've set for themselves, right? It can show up at home. Um, Any parent can probably remember a point in time when they felt clueless, incapable, and totally you know, just unprepared for the responsibility of raising a child, right? Um, and if these feelings go unchecked, parents may struggle to make decisions for their child out of fear they're doing, you know, they're doing something wrong or that they're going to mess up their child's life, right? At school, students might avoid speaking up in class or asking questions for fear that teachers or classmates might think they're clueless. In relationships, some people feel unworthy of the affection they get from a significant other and fear that their partner will discover they're not actually that great. Um, And this turns into self-sabotaging, which will inevitably be the downfall of a relationship. And so as you see, imposter syndrome does not only affect one area of our lives, it can affect several areas of our lives if it goes unchecked, right? So the question then becomes, how do we navigate imposter syndrome? Because I want us to win in life. And, you know, when we experience wins, I want us to truly believe we're deserving of them, right? I want us to show up in spaces with our confidence, knowing that we deserve a seat at the table, whatever table we've been offered or given, we deserve to be there. We deserve to speak in meetings. We deserve to share our perspectives in classes or board meetings or whatever the case may be. We deserve to be there. We deserve to speak. We deserve to let our voices be heard because we have the accomplishments, the skill sets, the accolades, um, and we deserve to be in that space. And so I don't want imposter syndrome holding us back anymore. So here are some ways that you and I can navigate imposter syndrome because it's ghetto. So the first thing is separate your feelings from facts. Chances are you'll feel imposter syndrome creeping in at some point in your life. And be ready for those feelings. Observe them, feel them, be mindful of them, and be ready for a response. Recognize that just because you think something or just because you feel something doesn't mean it's true. If your mind says, I don't know what I'm talking about, remind yourself that you know more than you think and you are capable of learning, right? Even if you don't know something, you are capable of learning it. Right. So it's about anticipating when those feelings come, but also being ready to respond with something that is with a thought or a feeling or an affirmation that is edifying. Right. Number two, take note of your accomplishments in moments where you feel less than it can be really helpful to have a tangible reminder of your success, whether that be a journal, whether whether that be something you wrote on your notes app in your phone, something you can read aloud. Um when your manager sends you an email recognizing your excellent work on a project, save that email in a special folder. Um, if your child makes you a card telling you how awesome of a parent you are, save that, put it on the fridge, um, and keep things around you so that you, when you're feeling 
overwhelmed, when you're feeling like you're not good enough, you have something tangible that you can revisit to to shed light, to shed truth to those thoughts. Um, third, stop comparing yourself to other people. Focus on measuring your own achievements instead of holding them up against others, right? Comparing your own life to a carefully curated influencer's social media feed, for example, is a trap. For feeling like you don't measure up. And keep in mind, I say this about social media all the time. People show you what they want you to see. And so you're comparing, you're comparing your life, your whole life to an image that was specifically curated for social media. Don't do that. Um, and turn imposter syndrome on its head. Remember that smart, high-achieving people most often deal with imposter syndrome. And I said that earlier. So the very fact that you recognize it in yourself says a lot about you, right? Um, so let that be the motivation to continue pushing forward and talk to others. Sometimes a good chat with a friend, a family member, a partner, even a therapist who knows you and supports you can help you realize that your imposter feelings are normal, but also irrational. Um, so you need to be around people who can help you reel it in, like sis, Reel it in, bro. Reel it in, okay? Um, and you guys know I'm an advocate for therapy, so talk to a therapist. A therapist can help you recognize those feelings associated with imposter syndrome and help you to create new behaviors to get past them. Um, and actions really do overcome imposter syndrome. Um, it's not about getting stuck in the thought of I can't do this, but making sure that you take action and move forward. Um, Self-doubt can be super paralyzing. Um, but now that you know how to recognize and deal with these feelings, you can make efforts to move forward instead of getting stuck in this hamster wheel of imposter syndrome. So those are just a few tips that I've curated to kind of help you a notice imposter syndrome, but also be able to navigate it when those feelings come. And if I, I just want to highlight one thing, the idea of separating feelings from facts. I never forget one time I was in one of my therapy sessions and my therapist said, Arcia, the problem is you're making up a thought, you're curating a thought in your mind, and you're upset based on the thought you told yourself. And when you really peel it back, none of the thought is based in facts. These are things that you've made up, right? So we have to get to a point where we're constantly questioning our thoughts. Is this, am I really not? adequate enough for this? Do I really not have the skill set for this? Or am I telling myself that? So once you begin to question yourself, I think you can really start um, tackling imposter syndrome because it starts in the mind um, and it's carried out through our actions. And our actions are just our thoughts walking around essentially. So yeah, those are my thoughts on imposter syndrome. Um, and I hope that you were able to get something from this episode. If you know someone who struggles with imposter syndrome and you know they are that girl or that guy and they are the bomb.com, all that in a bag of chips, send them this episode. Um, and if you enjoyed what you heard or if something from this episode resonated with you, like, comment, rate us and share with a friend. Until next time, be good to yourself. Be kind to yourself. <laughs>